You're listening to the Hosan Leong podcast. Hi, I'm actor, comedian Hosan Leong, and together with me in this brand new podcast adventure is my best friend Benjamin Lee. Say hi, Ben. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For for people who don't know who we are, um, basically we are fifty year old men trying to be hip and happening now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I am an actor. Director, comedian, uh, basically also you know the creative consultant with my company Double Comfort Productions. Yeah, that's right. And I'm the uh, well, my friends call me the clown or the <laughs> uncle, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, uncle clown. Yeah, clownco, <laughs> clownco, also known as Mr Miyagi. That's the nickname I got. That's a story for another day. <laughs> and you know, people always ask me like, why are you doing new things in your life? You know, like trying to reinvent myself. So I said, well, okay, I have to because what else am I gonna do after having done film, TV, radio, stage, uh, gardening? <laughs> do oh, podcast, yes. right? Yes, podcast, podcast, the way to go. Uh, I actually have a little bit of experience in podcast way back twelve years ago, but uh, those were the days. We just happened to put a mic on yeah. our phones and recorded our conversations. It, you did it with Mr. Brown, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. The Mr. Brown show and it got wildly popular. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. We're going to do podcast, the Hosan Leong podcast and I'm very excited to to share our life's adventures with everyone. That's right. Every morning is an adventure. <laughs> Every morning. Because I think we're going to start off um, with, with saying that we are both 50 this year. We, we, we've crossed the line into the next century. <laughs> half right. century. Yes. The other hemisphere. <laughs> the, the southern hemisphere. It goes <laughs> downwards all the way, all the way right? Um, and, and, and we've just finished a, a, a sold out run of Hosanna 50, which uh, which Ben and and I wrote together, and uh, and we we touched on a lot of topics that I feel that it would be interesting to expand on. Yeah, um, just like my waist, yeah. <laughs> it's been expanding. And I thought that perhaps we could um, maybe inspire. I think it, that's a, I think it's a nice word. It's a big word to use, but I like to inspire. Uh, people inspire who? Or what? What kind of people? <laughs> what kind of people? Uh? Well, uninspired un- people. Uninspired <laughs> people. <laughs> no lah. I mean, um, pe- I, because nowadays a lot of doom and gloom around the world, right? And Singapore as well. That's right. You know, especially with the haze, mm. <laughs> very gloomy. So you know, thinking of maybe putting a smile on people's faces as they listen to this podcast. Yep, that's that's what we hope for. Because now I realize I cannot call taxi uncles uncles anymore. Then I went to the taxi and said, Uncle Beach Road. Then he looked at the rear view mirror, he looked at me and said, Hey, you are the Hosen Leong. Ah. Hey, I grew up in secondary school, I watch you on TV. Leh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Uncle. I mean, uh, brother. <laughs> hey, so, okay. You turned 50, I turned, I turned 50 oh, first turned, in July, yeah, right? You, you went there first. Yeah, so was it an event for you? It was an event for me. I, I felt a little bit emotional, okay. uh, but I went and traveled. I, I joined my family in Japan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So my son asked me, mm. Papa, it's your 50th birthday. What do you want to do? I think <laughs> we should go to Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute, like Kai. Yeah. yeah. And then did you? Yeah, we did. Okay. So I was in... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. As I turned 50, it was on a roller coaster. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always been a roller coaster <laughs> ride for both of us. That's right. Um, yeah. For me, it was interesting because uh, w- because I knew I was going to do Hosanna 50 in August. Mm. Uh, I th- I said, okay, we need to celebrate before I start rehearsals and all that. So, hashtag HossFest <laughs> started <laughs> in April. So, that was fun. I mean, I think for me, HossFest hasn't really ended because I'm still on this roller coaster ride of, of um, what's next, you know, um, because I still want to take advantage of turning 50, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Because you, you, you can always use that I've turned 50 card and say to people, hey, I deserve this because I turned 50. Leh. Yeah, I'm the uncle. Leh. <laughs> but then how not to be grumpy when you turn 50? Uh, so many reasons to be grumpy. Wake up in the morning, you feel grumpy. Yeah. Uh, forget to iron a little bit part of your shirt, you feel grumpy. Uh, <laughs> what else? <laughs> but I try not to be though. I mean, I, it's it's interesting because sometimes you have no, you, 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 it comes naturally to be grumpy when you, you, you turn into 50, right? Yeah. And then I, why, no, you, oh my gosh, why the young people like that? <gasps> I can't believe I said it in my mind once and I, I slapped myself. Stop it. <laughs> you sound like your father. You know? Yeah, deserve a mental slap. <laughs> yeah, and then it was a pia one time. But then at the end of the day, I, 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 I tell myself that, you know, growing older doesn't mean that you need to be grumpy. So <laughs> I was thinking to myself, um, when I was 25, my, my parents used to tell me, you know, like, why, why you listen to this kind of music? Why you wear this kind of clothes? Why your hair look like Boy George? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> She's not the hair, it's the makeup, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Notice the wrong thing. <laughs> and I, 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 not, when I find myself thinking like that now, um, of the next generation or the younger people, I tell, my, I tell myself, no, I think everyone deserves a chance to be themselves. And it's important because then, then people learn to grow, people learn to accept themselves and other people as well. So I think that's, that's I think for me, uh, is, is, is an important way to, I guess, grow up. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with you totally. I think people need to be able to express themselves. So I think the younger people are just expressing themselves. Uh, Sometimes expressing themselves a little bit uh, too much for our liking, but we have to deal with it. We really have to deal so with it. When, when, when is it expressing themselves too much? And because we just chatted about that just now and I thought maybe it would be interesting to, to, to bring it up because, okay, millennials like to insta-story every moment of their lives. Like, oh my gosh, I have an obstruction blocking me and I can't see Gwen Stefani. <laughs> and then Insta story it. And then Kena left, right, centre from everybody even though she didn't mean to be whatever, racist or whatever, right? But then I don't understand. Why do you need to Insta story that? They have to. It's a reflex. It's a reflex. So the, the mobile phone has become or the smartphone has become an extension of their beings. Uh, to me, the reflex is a Duran Duran song. <laughs> Nobody knows that, right? Nobody knows Nobody that. Knows Just that. us. Jam, do you yeah, know what that is? Fine. No, he doesn't, no, he doesn't know. Okay. Know. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you use Spotify. He is <laughs> taking notes and he will look it up later. <laughs> Hashtag look it up. But yeah, so so I, I don't know. When when we were when we were 25 or when we were younger, um we had we did have all these these avenues to express ourselves. So what did we do actually? Uh? We did actually ah. have avenues to express ourselves 25 years ago. We, we talked to each other. We called ah. each other. We had long phone conversations. Oh my because gosh. that's what phones were used for. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh my gosh, yeah. Until I can still hear my mom's voice. Hosan, put on the phone. What time already? <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Ben. Again. <laughs> he just left the home. <laughs> And, and yeah, no, those were the days, and I and and our friendship has 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 lasted over how many three four decades already? Four decades, yes, about four, four decades. decades. I think right? I I met you when 
we were 12 in uh, sec one, I think. Yes, sec yes, one. We were not in the same class. No, we were not in the same class. Uh, I, was, I was, you know, ACS last time had sec one A to sec one M. M. Hmm. Yeah. I was in L. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do the math. Yeah. So <laughs> the last three classes were known as the Dutch airline classes. KLM. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we let's just say that we were the more creative people la, yeah. in, in the KLM classes. Um, yeah, so that's where I think we first met. And I remember auditioning for uh, The Crucible. Yeah, I didn't get in. Yeah, neither did I. Guess, <laughs> guess, guess, guess who got in? The rugby players and that's the swimmers right. because they all hip and happening boys, and the very, jocks. No, they were very tall. Mm. They were very tall. And because there, there was this girl that was playing, um, what's the lead? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Elizabeth Proctor. Yeah. And, and she her. was, uh, uh, her name is Lucy Tay, I still remember. She's oh my super gosh, yes, tall. you're right. And she so was... both of us were very kate, <laughs> so we cannot play the lead. Not were, we are still very kate. <laughs> <laughs> since 12. Yeah, since 12, we haven't grown. Um, yeah, and and, and, they, and we, didn't, I, we didn't get any of the roles, any of the parts, no, actually. very sad. Yeah, there you go. But guess who's the actor now? <laughs> <laughs> Not me, leh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, those those were fun days, I, I think. And that's where we first met. And yeah. then we went to junior college, yeah. to ACJC. And then um, we both flunked out. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> we both flunked out. But, and then you went away. Yeah. You went to Sydney. Yeah, for eight years. So mm. I studied law mm. and, uh, well, didn't become a lawyer. <laughs> no. It's like that. It's like that, yeah. I studied electronics engineering. <laughs> didn't become an engineer. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that. It's hey, like that should that. be our new hashtag. It's yeah. like that. It's Why like that? It's like that. It's like that, law. Like mm. <laughs> and uh, but the funny thing was like or the good thing, seven years or eight years that you were away, mm. our friendship didn't kind of lag. No, or, yeah, or no. Stop. There were, there were, yeah, without smartphones, without the internet, internet was not invented well, yet. Exactly. We we communicated via aerograms. That's right. Those uh, blue letters, which were the cheapest things to send. Those to thirty-five each other. cents. Something like that. Gem, do you know what's an aerogram? Hashtag look no, it up. Look it okay. Up. <laughs> and we wrote, like, I think weekly, but twice a, twice a month or something, uh, aerograms to each other, yep. um, telling each other about our lives. And we used every bit every of that space paper. Every space of the paper, including the outside. To address, right? <laughs> like, where is this going to? Mr. Benjamin Lee, yours truly, Jose, I don't understand. <laughs> um, and we, we shared so many personal secrets yep. via these aerograms. <laughs> that and, shall still... Remain, remain secret. personal secrets. Um, and you still had, but you've kept the aerograms. Yeah. I'm terrible. I just, I chucked so many away. No, I, no, I think you, you've had some in I your house somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they are now. My house is a mess. But um, it was quite an amazing, I think for me, it was very cathartic because, you know, that I had no one to talk to really back in those days um, growing up. And then, you know, you, you went away. Yeah. And so you I had so many experiences I wanted to tell you. <laughs> and it, it's amazing because you, you only had pen and paper yeah. and you had to write everything down and compose yourself yeah. um, well, succinctly as yeah. possible, as much as the two, two sides of the paper can fit, right? Yeah, it's oh, like I, Twitter, la, but you have to write. La. Yeah, <laughs> it's damn funny. Then after writing, you no more space. Then you still got things to say. Yeah, you then, go, go around it. <laughs> On the yeah, border. Yeah, on the border. Yeah. Hey, oh, shit, I'm writing on the part where you're supposed to glue. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. But then we, I would save money. I remember I would save money and I would fly to Sydney to stay with you. Oh, yeah, that's right. And So many the, times. It was so funny because it was because of that that I 
became so familiar with Sydney that I actually consider it like my second home because I know it so well. Yeah, I actually know it better than me. We <laughs> discovered all the beaches. And all the bad places that we shouldn't have gone yeah. to when we were children. <laughs> but <laughs> it was so fun. And, and, and I remember... Uh, um, <laughs> I remember we went with our friend Augie. Oh, gosh. Augustine, my It, it was summer, and then he was decked out in black leather jacket or something like he that. He thought he was very hip. Ah. Yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> he took pictures in front of the opera house, and tourists were going, what the hell? So our friendship, you know, continued all yep. over the, all, over the, all these years. And, uh, and then you came back to yeah. Singapore. And we started a professional relationship with uh, that has gone on the last two decades, actually. Mm. I think it started when you had a stand-up show, a last-minute one, and then you were panicking and you said, oh, I, I don't have enough jokes. <laughs> Can you write me a few? Uh, and and I, I, I just uh, typed out uh, a few jokes, mm. uh, some Singapore Airlines gags and everything that we used yeah. over the years. And, and still and using. Still using. <laughs> Doesn't get tired. Yeah, because yeah. they haven't changed their uniform. No, they haven't changed, no. <laughs> and, and the thing is that in, in none of the Singapore Airlines communications does the Singapore girl talk. The only time Singapore girl speaks mm. is in the in-flight safety video. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So in all their ads, they just look beautiful running through the fields exact, of corn. Exactly. She is exactly the same as Hello Kitty. Uh, yeah, you're right. Huh? Yeah, the Singapore Airlines talk. girls. Doesn't talk. They don't talk. And, uh, but now, now, I mean, over the years, we've started writing, to, we're writing together. Yeah. And, and I think I can't, can't count the number of shows that we've actually done together anymore. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, lost count. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried putting it in my CV once then after that it got, got to about four pages then I you know what I should stop doing this <laughs> but having said that though I mean a lot of people have asked me why Hosanna 50 is the last show mm. that we're we're doing yeah. um, and so I would like to you know, just kind of clarify that it's the last big stand-up show yeah. um, because of the fact that we had we had to underwrite it ourselves, mm. so the risk of losing money or <laughs> going bankrupt, touch wood, um, was too too huge for me to take like, as 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 double confirm productions. Correct. So that's why I said this would be the last one. But having said that, though, <laughs> if anyone out there would like to underwrite the next Hosanna, <laughs> more than more willing. than yeah, just put in the money we do for you, <laughs> then I will be back. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the dynamic duo. <laughs> 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 More than willing. Yeah, I write jokes. Can, yeah, please. <laughs> but also, I feel that uh, the audiences have changed somewhat. So this type of entertainment uh, sort of is something more nostalgic than anything. Hmm. Uh, um, we might need to really reinvent ourselves and put on different kinds of shows hmm. rather than the usual stand-up. Yeah, because Hosanna 50 was, I think, to me, uh, 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 it, was, it wasn't just a stand-up show. It was a, a quick flashback look at our lives yep. in Singapore yep. uh, as a Singaporean, a Singapore, in Singapore, a Singaporean in the world in general. And, and I think the songs that we chose and the jokes that we told touched people's hearts yeah, it and certainly memories, did. Yeah. you know. Um, and I, I think it's really hard to replicate that again. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get that, that magic. That, that magic, right? <laughs> How did that? <laughs> Worst but, case of post-production blues. Yeah, we're still post-production bluing, you know. Bluesing, bluesing, yeah. bluesing. <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't know. I I I'm getting getting a bit. Someone did ask me the other day, um, if you are feeling nostalgic mm. 
and you're reminiscing, does it mean that you don't like your life now? Ah. And that you are actually missing something from the past that, you know what I mean? That, that mm. your, your, your present is actually, you're not happy. Right. That's why you're being nostalgic. That's why you're reminiscing. Is that true? I don't know. What, what, uh, what do you think? I think, no, I, I, uh, I had this discussion with someone once. You can revisit the past, mm. but you shouldn't try to reclaim it. That's what the person told me. Oh. Yeah. So th- the past is a powerful thing. It empowers you to do stuff because your experience mm. can teach you that to make a decision in an I- instant. Right. Yeah. Right. But wow. you shouldn't say, I want to be like, what I used to be when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Cannot really. Cannot really, right? Yeah. And actually, do you really want to be what you used to be when you're younger? I mean, I, I don't know. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, for me, I, I guess I'm a f- kind of a future looking mm. ahead kind of person because I, I, I mean, Paul, Paul is like that. He always goes, oh, this time last week, <laughs> we were in blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why you, why, why this time, pass already. You know, I would go, this time next week, we can, I'll be in KL, you know, things like that, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's my mindset. Um, I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would think about the past. I would laugh and smile a bit, man. But I don't have regrets, I don't think. No, um, I, I used to think I, I had regrets. Then after that, I... My memory is so bad, I cannot remember them. <laughs> Regrets. I've, I've had, had a few. Mm, I cannot uh, remember. Cannot remember. Uh, okay, now am I moving on? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's something. I think that's a benefit of age, I think. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Think, no, yeah. rose-tinted glasses. You look back at rose-tinted glasses. It's a bit like, uh, um, you know, when you, we were in national service. Those were the longest wow. two years of our lives, right? Two and a half years. Yeah, but now wow. when you look back, it's you look back with fonder memories, <laughs> right? Actually, yeah, I don't know. I, I I looked back at national service and I went, I had it good, man. I didn't do a single guard duty. I didn't do a single field camp. I didn't do a single route march. I had didn't have to stay back in camp. I was pass F. Pass F. Is that pass F? No, pass E. Oh, pass F is no more. As in, you're you're not even in the service. Oh no, pass E is there. Pass E. I was I was so senang. I I was I could drive to camp with my mother's florist van. Remember yeah, the van? Yeah. And uh, and and I was only like a private. And then the corporals would go, uh, Brother Leong. You got Vanna? I said, yes. Let's go for lunch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, well, I was like, people, I was driving people around. I went out. I had so much fun, you know. So to me, army was like, was, was surreal. No, it was amazing. Okay, just, uh, just to let everybody know, you were a clothing store man. Yeah, clothing store in, man. In, like, in Mindev headquarters. Which doesn't exist. That, that, that vocation doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, because uh, logistics have improved tremendously. They don't <laughs> yeah. rely on a Hosan Leong to do that anymore. Hey, Hosan Leong. <laughs> Hosan Leong handled the clothing store like a Gucci shop, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I, before me, the guy that was running the store, right, he'll go, Hello, what you want? I said, excuse me, no. You handle this store like this. When the phone rings, you pick it up and you say, Good afternoon, this is Private Hosan Leong speaking. Welcome to the Gombat Base Clothing Store. How may I help you? <laughs> ah, like that. It's called service. And that's why mm. you guys were assigned to dress the aide de camp at the Istana. 
Yes, eat we the have com. One yes. story. I just remember that story <gasps> about the istana. We have to say it. We have to tell that story. You tell about it. the istana. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell everyone the story about what happened at the istana. So Hosan is like he said, uh, he was just a private. So he was a private soldier, and uh, his superior was this sergeant who shall remain unnamed. Uh, but if you're listening in, yeah. So remember that incident. So what happened was <laughs> at that time, it was the it was the presidency of uh, President Ong Teng Cheong. Correct. No, we can we. We can we. We can we. Was it we can we? Yeah. Oh, it's we can we. Okay. It was we can we who was president, and uh, you were in the corridors of the istana. Yes. Um, and uh, the protocol of any um, army or actually SAF, mm. if a dignitary or a ranking soldier uh, officer mm. comes in, the senior uh, soldier has to call you to stand to attention, mm. like uh, sadia or something, right? Yeah. Um, so the, and then he will have to salute and hmm. greet the dignitary. Yes. So what happened? Can you tell us? This is about the Mrs. Wee, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Wee Kim Wee walks into the room. <laughs> and I went, hello, auntie. <laughs> I said, hello, auntie to Mrs. Wee Kim Wee. <laughs> And my sergeant almost died. Okay, you see, he was so pale, right? Yeah. He had no more color. He turned green. He turned green. He dropped his measuring tape. I, I just still, still stood to attention. Yeah, I just smiled, and then she went, "Hello, boy," and then she walks away. And then I was like, "That's it. That's it. I'm going to jail. I'm going to DB." <laughs> but, but that's that's me. Every time you know, I mean, I'm a well brought up boy. Every yes. time I I see someone, I meet someone older, I'll say hello, uncle, hello, auntie. But now that we are fifty. Yes, no. Oh, oh, we oh cannot dear, anymore. Cannot. I can't even call a taxi <sighs> uncle, uncle anymore. I have to call him brother. <laughs> I'm, anyway, I mean, it's, 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 it's been really, um, I'm looking forward actually to, to, to growing older. I'm looking forward to experiencing. You go first. New, okay, I, I will go first. <laughs> I'm still 10 days older than you. So I will go first. I'll, I, will, I will write you an aerogram and tell yeah, you okay. how it is. <laughs> hey, we should do that. I should, if they Can find aerogram, man. I think God. Still have. Hey, later I'm going to post office, I go and check. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah, I am check. going to post office. Yeah. Go and check. Excuse me, do you have aerogram? Yeah. Huh? Aerogram? So <laughs> <Some> aerogram? Let me email. Alright, so um, here we have in front of us a little fish bowl that our producer Jem has prepared for us. And in this fish bowl, there are no fish. No fish. In fact, the pieces of paper wrapped up um, with a topic which we're going to pull out and we're going to just. Improv on this topic. Yeah. I have no clue what it is. I have no idea because he just thought of this this morning. And after having meat pork for breakfast. Yeah. I don't think I. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll try. Okay, I pick, huh? Oh, yeah, you I pick. pick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My, why are your fish bowl so small? <laughs> it's for guppies. Budget. It's for guppies, huh? Budget, Budget fish bowl. Where'd you get it from? <laughs> Art friend. Art friend, huh? Jam. Can font size 16 next time or not? Okay, kidding. The most inspiring thing the young people of today are doing. Hmm. <laughs> how young is young? How young is young? Okay, well, there you go. I think of your, your son, Kai. Mm. Okay, so Ben's son, Kai, just recently did a TEDx talk, um, TEDx Youth uh, Singapore, yeah, and Kai right. is 10. Yeah. All right. And he spoke in front of an audience of 300 people, all of which, all of whom are older than him, of course, by, l- yeah. by loads. And he spoke for 12 minutes on what, what 
he what his experiences as an athlete. Yeah. And to me, wow, that was that was inspiring. Yeah, that was inspiring for us as well because I I I, um, I figured so much out of his speech. He wrote it himself. He came out the points himself. We just polished up uh, the the sentences for him and made sure that he delivered it properly. That's that's about it. So all those points were by himself. Which, which to me, when I was here, well, I was hearing that talk right with Kai, and I thought, I he used the word empathy. Yeah. At ten. I didn't know what empathy was or, 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 or that word existed, you know? To me, at 10, the only, the, of all his, all his points, right? Yeah. Empathy, respect, discipline, blah, blah, blah. I only knew two, respect and discipline. That's all we were taught in school <laughs> exactly. at 10. Right? And so, hard work. And hard work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wow. So, to me, I think that was one of the most inspiring things that I think the young people are doing today. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree now, yeah. Actually, because they, they, they're the ones that give us so much of the insights, mm. which is fantastic. I, I, I think growing up, we were very defensive. Yes. We were always trying to prove ourselves. And so we were guarded and we didn't actually open ourselves up to people as much mm. as the young people do nowadays, which is something so refreshing. And, and you don't want them to, like you said earlier, don't want them to shut up. You want them to hey, keep talking. You know, you are, your opinions are valued. Mm. And it's important yeah. because I think when our generation, right, and now, uh, we are always saying, we are right. Mm. And there's no, no chance of dialogue. There's no channel open for dialogue. There's no, there's no I see your point and mm. here's my point. Yeah. There's no, it's always, hey, blah, 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 correct or not. If you end <laughs> a sentence with correct or not, you want that person to agree with you. So that's, that's mean you think you're right. Lah. Exactly. Right? Correct or not? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jem. So that was from the fishbowl, the, what we think that young people are doing that are inspiring. Right. So um, how does this work? So every show we pick one. We'll pick one okay. topic and then we will, we will share our okay. thoughts on that topic. So yeah, well done, fishbowl. Yes. Thank you, fishbowl. But there we have it. End of episode one. I can't believe I'm actually doing a podcast. <laughs> Yay, podcast. <laughs> if you've got any uh, comments or, or suggestions for us, please drop us an email at podcast at doubleconfirm.sg. That's podcast at doubleconfirm.sg. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, any suggestions you have or what you want to hear on the show as well, please let us know. Yeah, we've got um, exciting guests coming in from next week onwards. Uh, Lai. It's going to be on the show. I'm going to talk about traveling uh, and, and, and all his stories of, of travel around the world. Yeah, I know. So envious. This guy has so much time to travel. <laughs> all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll tune in next week, okay? See ya. Bye. The Hosan Leong Podcast is brought to you by Double Confirm Productions. Hosted by Hosan Leong and Benjamin Lee. Produced by Anne Lee and Jem Toh. Post mixed by Ken Delbridge and recorded at Splice Studios, Singapore. 